Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey everyone, this is Gabby. Thanks for tuning in. So today, I wanted to talk with you all about the source of strength. Now, we all are going to be going through life, and we are not promised to have an easy life, right? Like, things are going to happen that we never expected. We are going to face hardships and trials and things that will test our faith, you know, test our patience and test our trust in God. But we can stand knowing that no matter what we go through, we can go through all our circumstances with strength. Why? Because our source of strength isn't from our circumstances, but from God. And the thing is, I think many times we tend to draw our source of joy and strength from what goes, what happens in life, right? Like when things are going well, when things are going successful and, the, and things are going the way we want it to go, it's easy to be happy. It's easy to be strong and encouraged and walk with faith. But then what happens when things don't go our way, right? What happens when we thought that someone in our family was gonna be healed, but now they have cancer. Or what happens when you thought that the finances were gonna come through through your venture, but then it's not coming through the way you thought it was gonna be. Like what happens when we go through those circumstances? What I wanna share with you all today is that no matter what we go through, we can go through it with joy. We can go through it with strength because God is a source of our strength. He never created us to draw source of our strength from our circumstances. Because if that was the case, when things go bad, we're going to be weary. We're going to be discouraged, right? And life is going to be like a roller coaster because we know that things never happen the way we want it to be. Like we are going to go through setbacks and trials. But the Lord, what he wants to remind us, us as his children, is that we get to walk the straight path, right? We get to walk unshaken. But the only way we can go through life living unshaken, living with true strength, no matter what we go through, is when God is a source of our strength. Psalm 55, 22 says, Cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. So right there we see, and if the truth is that we can walk not being shaken, we have to understand that the only way to do this is when God is our strength. When we're not trusting in what we see or our circumstances, but we're relying on God, knowing that no matter what we go through, He's with us, right? Like recently, the Lord has been just reminding me, Gabby, even if you don't understand your circumstances, even when things don't look like the way it seems, trust that I'm good and trust that I'm always with you. Because it can be so easy, guys, to just look at our circumstances and start questioning God. Like, God, why didn't this happen? Why isn't this good? And we start questioning the reality of God's truth. But we have to understand that we have to stand on God's word, right? God says that he's faithful. The truth is that he's good, that he's our father and he's a loving father. So sometimes we may not understand our circumstances, whether it's lack of discernment or we just don't understand God's ways. Like God even tells us in Isaiah that his ways are not our ways. And so during those moments, we don't have to start doubting God. And I share this to you all because recently we had our Discover Your Purpose conference. And although the conference went well, there were certain things in the process of the conference where I couldn't understand what God was doing. Right. And in the midst of that, there was temptations of me just thinking like, God, like you're not coming through. And the only reason why I said that was because he wasn't coming through in the way that I wanted him to come through and the way I had imagined this conference to be. But in those moments, like God reminded me that, hey, I shouldn't be questioning God's goodness, but I should be standing on his word that he's true, that he's good and that he's with me. 
right? That I don't have to fear or start doubting him. And what I love about David in Psalm 25 is that he, even though he went through, you know, times where he started questioning his circumstances, he never questioned God's faithfulness. And I want to read Psalm 25, but understand that in this passage that we're reading right here in Psalm 25, David was in the middle of persecution, right? Like his life was in danger. Yet even though he was in danger for his life, he never questioned God's faithfulness, right? He came humbly before the Lord and asked God to come through for him, but he never questioned if God was with him, if God wasn't listening to him, and if God wasn't faithful. So in Psalm 25, I'm going to read verses 1 to 7. It says, David says, In you, Lord my God, I put my trust. I trust in you. Do not let me be put to shame, nor let my enemies triumph over me. No one who hopes in you will ever be put to shame. A shame will come on those who are treacherous without cause. Show me your ways, Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. For you are God my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. Remember, Lord, your great mercy and love for they are from of old. Do not remember the sins of my youth and my rebellious ways. According to your love, remember me, for you, Lord, are good. Like that is so amazing. Like here, David is acknowledging who God is in the midst of a very bad circumstance. Like his life was in danger, right? People were after him to kill his life. Yet he didn't come to God saying like, wow, God, why is this happening? You must not be good. You must not be with me. I can't trust you. Instead, he comes to God as his God, you are good. You never let the righteous become shaken. God, even forgive me of my old sins, right? Like he came to God humbly before him, knowing that he is nothing, right? But that God is everything and that God has sovereignty. And so we see David's humility even here. And I love it. He even says, remember, Lord, your great mercy and love. He's reminding God of who he is. Like God, like we serve a God who is love and merciful, right? He is loving and he is merciful, He's so patient, even though we've messed up so many times, God is so gracious and merciful to us. I mean, we can even see that simply because he's given Jesus for us. And now we get to come boldly before the Lord, knowing that we have the blood of Christ over us, that Christ died for us to redeem us. And there we see God's love and mercy. But David here, already, even before Jesus had come and died, he already knew God's character of his mercy and love from the Old Testament. And so he says, do not remember the sins of my youth and my rebellious ways. According to your love, right? According to your love, remember me for you, Lord, are good. So I want to encourage you all, no matter what you're going through right now, don't question who God is, but instead come to him, allow his truth and who he is to be your strength so that you don't lose faith in this journey, but you know that God's with you. And we just don't understand God's ways sometimes. And something that God's also showing me too is that I don't know everything. We can be so close to God, we can hear his voice, but there's just some things in life that we won't understand. And so the safest thing we can understand is like God is good. Always rest on his truth and come to God. We can come to God with petitions, right? It's scriptural, like do not be anxious about anything, but present your request to God, right? Bring everything into prayer, bring your petitions with thanksgiving. But the thing is, we have to make sure that we understand at the end of the day that God is good no matter what happens. I love Psalm 62, 1-2. David writes as well, Truly my soul finds rest in God. My salvation comes from Him. Truly He is my rock and my salvation. He's my fortress. I will never be shaken. I love that what David is saying. But the key here is, is the Lord is His fortress. So I want you guys to think about it right now, whatever you're going through, who are you running to for hope? Who are you running to for safety, right? Because we can't run to ourselves. We don't know everything. 
And as much as our friends and family are great, even they don't know everything. They don't have control over this life. But God has control and God is faithful. So put your trust in Him and know that when you're walking with the Lord, you will not be shaken. Right? Like, of course, no matter whether you're a believer or unbeliever, you are still going to go through trials. But the difference is, unbelievers may go through trials with discouragement, with anxiety, right? With sadness. But as a believer, we can go through anything with faith and strength and joy, right? Scripture even says those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar high like wings like eagles. They will walk and not be faint. So we can have strength when we rely on the Lord, when we wait on Him and we know that He's good and that He's for us. So get into the scriptures. Let the scriptures be the foundation of where you stand. That's what it means to make God real in our lives, that we're actually applying the things that we're learning. Right? It's not just about like going to church and singing worship songs and then like going about our day, but walking with the Lord, allowing His truth and who He is to really be our fortress. And sometimes it takes us going through hardships, through trials to learn how to rely on God. So maybe God's even allowing you to go through the situation to strengthen you, to mold you, right? So that you could be a pillar for others to learn what it means to stand in Christ. I want to read some more verses for you all. We're going to get really into the Word of God today, but it's good. And write these verses down so that you can hold on to these during your season of just persevering. Psalm 84, 5 to 10. It says, Blessed are those whose strength is in you. So there we already see, Blessed are those whose strength is in God, whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. The autumn rains also cover it with pools. They go from strength to strength till each appears before God in Zion. Hear my prayer, Lord God Almighty. Listen to me, God of Jacob. Look on our shield, O God. Look with favor on your anointed one. Better is one day in the courts than a thousand elsewhere. And what I love about Psalm 84 right here says, as they pass the Valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. So Baca is a plant, a plant that can survive in dry seasons without, without water, right? It can still survive. And what God is saying here is that as we we pass through the places of dryness. Maybe you're in a season where things aren't looking the way you thought it was going to look. We can still go through it with joy, right? With peace, with strength. It says they make it a place of springs. Even though we may be in a dry season, we can be overwhelming with springs because our source comes from Jesus, right? It says, blessed are those whose strength is in you. In Jeremiah 17, we read about the tree. It says, even though it goes through heat, even though it goes through drought, it will still bear fruit because its its roots are attached to the streams of water. And so may we continue to be rooted in Christ. May He be the source that makes us to continue to flourish no matter what we go through. And so guys, like, don't, don't you don't have to approach your seasons of dryness with fear or weary or, or, or being afraid that you won't have the strength to go through. Like, God is going to be your source. He's going to get you through it. Trust me, I've been through many different seasons, whether it was my season of singleness, season of lack of finances, whatever it looks like. I, even though there was times where I was doubting and I was worried, I didn't have to be, right? But I did give in to those moments. But then whenever I would go back in the word of God, he would strengthen me, right? His truth would remind me. Sometimes God would even bring people into my life to remind me that he's there for me to hold on to his promises. So this is the time right now that I want to remind you that you don't have to wait until the promised land to have joy and peace and strength. You can have peace, joy, and strength right now where you're at. You can make your valley of Baca a spring right now. Isaiah 58 11 also says, The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land. 
and he will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. Like guys, here again, we see it. The Lord will guide you and satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land, in a place that's very dry, that's weary, but it says that God will still satisfy us, that he will still strengthen us, and we will be like a well-watered garden. So guys, what all these scriptures is reminding us is that God is our source of strength. We don't have to look to our circumstances or rely only on good seasons to be flourishing, to say that we're blessed, to say that we're happy. And the two stories I want to share with you all briefly is a story of Joseph. Man, every time I read about Joseph, I'm reminded that I can go through anything. Joseph, like God had given him a dream when he was young, that he was going to be raised up above his family, above the nation. Yet, right after that, right after his vision, he got sent as a slave into Potiphar's home. And he still lived righteously before God. It says that because they, uh, because Joseph did many good things and he was trustworthy, he was put in charge of Potiphar's home. Like we see Joseph being being faithful and doing amazing things, like giving his best no matter what where he was placed at, even though he was at, given as a slave. But even though he lived righteously, it says in scripture that Potiphar's wife ended up wanting to sleep with him. But he still ran away, but Potiphar's wife still accused him of wanting to sleep with her. And so right after that, even though he did the right thing, even though he didn't give in to sleeping with Potiphar's wife, he gets sent to jail, right? For years in jail. And he's still in the jail. The prison warden still raises him, raises him up because he did a great job. And so even though he was able to interpret one of the men's dreams, the, the old cupbearer, the cupbearer didn't rem remember him. He was then again still stuck in jail, stuck in prison. But even though he was stuck in prison, I'm sure there were moments where he was like, man, he doesn't understand why he's here, but he still trusted in God. He was still faithful. And you can tell that he was faithful because he gave his best in wherever God placed him. And in the right time, God lifted him up. He was able to interpret Pharaoh's dream and he became serving right under Pharaoh, right? And he was in charge of all of Egypt. And he was the reason why Egypt was saved because God gave him wisdom to save for the famine that was coming, right? And so like, let us be like Joseph in the midst of prison, in the midst of being a slave. He still gave his best, right? He still remembered that God was good. David as well. David was promised to be king. But before that, he instead was the opposite of king. The king Saul was trying to get, get after his life, right? But at the right time, David became exalted. There's even so many times when you read the story of David where David had the opportunity to kill King Saul. Yet he didn't take his circumstances in his hands, right? Because he understood that King Saul was a chosen leader of God and it wasn't his right to take away King Saul's life. And so let us be like David and Joseph who persevered, right? Who put their trust in God and they weren't just trying to like beg God, like, God, I just want to like leave the situation. I'm sure that they obviously asked God to redeem them, to rescue them. But they were sufficient in knowing that, God, no matter what, I just want to dwell in your presence, right? I just want to gaze on your beauty. That's what David says in Psalms. I just want to gaze on your beauty all the days of my life and dwell in your presence. Hebrews 10, 35-36 says this, So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. And when we look at the life of David and Joseph, they were men of God who persevered. Right? They just didn't go through the situation and forgot God, was unfaithful. Like, no, they still stayed faithful. Like Joseph even acknowledged the Lord, that the Lord gave him um, and being allowed him to be in charge of Potiphar's home. He still acknowledged the Lord even in the midst 
of him not being in his promised land, not seeing the promises of God. And so let us live like them, persevering. Like scripture says so many times in the Bible to persevere, which means that we are gonna go through hardships. And so right now, if you have been thinking in your mind, God doesn't love me, God's not with me, this is why I'm suffering, know that it's a lie from the enemy. The enemy wants you to believe that God isn't with you. He wants to, to create bitterness and resentment so that you don't experience God in the midst of your trials. But I wanna let you know that when you go through your trials with God, you will see him ever more real in your life. And you'll be able to glorify him and you will see him take you to the other side of your storm. Right, like what this verse says, do not give up, do not throw your confidence for you will be richly rewarded when you persevere. And so I wanna encourage you all, no matter what you're going through, trust that God is good, right? Go to him, spend time in his word, ask the Holy Spirit to take you where you need to be to strengthen you. Right, there are even times where Jesus, when he was suffering, right, before having to go and die on the cross and in the Garden of Gethsemane, he prayed, right? He asked God to strengthen him. And so ask God, don't be afraid because the Holy Spirit is given for you to strengthen you. That's God living in you. So trust that God will get you through and that your life right now, even in the midst of your hardships, can be a testimony to others. So I want to pray for you all. God, I thank you, Lord, for those who are listening in, God. God, I pray, Lord, right now, God, no matter what they're going through, Lord, God, that you would encourage them, God. Lord, that you would give them strength in your word. God, that your word would truly be like streams of water just flowing through their lives, God, living in and out of them, God, no matter what they go through, God. I pray, Lord, that you would start giving them discernment, God, to know the voice of you and the voice of the enemy, God. Lord, we cancel out every single condemnation that has been speaking against them, God. Any fear, I feel like some of you guys who are listening may be having fear in your heart, that you can't rely on God because of the things that you've done in the past. Like, get rid of that fear. God loves you. He's a loving father. God sent Jesus for a purpose because he loved you. He wanted to restore the relationship that was lost when Adam and Eve sinned. So God, I pray, Lord, that you would show them your love during the season, God. And Lord, that you would continue to help them to persevere, God, so that they would see your goodness and that they could testify, God, of who you are, God. Strengthen all of us, God, who are listening, Lord. Help us in the season. Give us wisdom, God. Lord, to live, God, and to give our best in the season, Lord. So I thank you, Father. In your name I pray, amen. So I pray that you've been blessed by this podcast or if you're watching on YouTube or on Instagram, um, I just continue to pray for you all. And if you've been blessed by our podcast, by our blogs and by our ministry, please also consider giving or partnering with us. Um, we are looking for partnering donations, um, partners to help partner with us each month. Um, we are wanting to come up with 2,500 um, each month to help sustain us because there's so many costs with maintaining, with getting volunteers to help us, with putting together. We just had our conference as well. There's so many costs that comes to it. And so we want to ask if you would prayfully consider giving and sowing into our ministry. Um, and I believe too that God will continue to bless you as you bless us. And so if you want to give or partner with us, you can go to livingrevelations.com slash donations. And so thank you all for listening. Don't forget to share this as well. You never know who will be blessed by this. So God bless you, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.